I Got the Hell Out does contain explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners at work put your earbuds in if you have co-workers around. And if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. We'd also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, hopefully with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WasInACult, on Facebook at I Got the Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got the Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at IGotTheHellOut.com. Hi, guys. Hey, everyone. It's Deb. And I'm Laura. And it's another episode of I Got the Hell Out. And this is episode number 28. 28. Yes, it is. We're going good. How are you, Deb? I'm doing peach peach keen (laughs) fine and ding dong dandy. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to... Oh, you're not not wasting any time. Oh, you know what? No, no, no. Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Damn it. You know, we talked about this beforehand. We talked about this like five minutes ago. Like five minutes ago. Okay. The Kool-Aid recipe is from Catherine K. And it is called the Georgia Jamba. Okay. And it is, um, okay. You cube a watermelon. You drain a can of peaches. You flash freeze them, which means lay it out on a single layer of sheet pan and you oh, freeze Oh, like individually? Pe- yes. Okay. And then you put it in the blender with peach juice, vodka, and the prepared Kool-Aid. And she what would, flavor Kool-Aid? Uh, it says pink lemon. No, watermelon. Oh. She oh, substituted yum. out watermelon for banana, which I hate banana, so okay. good for you, girl. And she also thinks this might be good with tequila and salt. Oh. And I am going to approve this right now and... Put it on out there. On Facebook. On Facebook. Oh, that sounds really good. Yeah. Because, as usual, we were too lazy to go get the ingredients. Well, and I'm <laughs> drinking beer. Come on. I'm... And I'm drinking wine from the uh, meetup that we went to last night for the My Favorite Murder meetup. There was... I can't believe you mentioned them. They Nobody showed up but us. That's what like I was just going to... other well, people. I was just going to say that it was very unique and that the people that... I don't know. I wouldn't... Uh, I, that, whatever. No, but we met a lot of people. We met, we met a lot, a lot of, of nice people. people. We met a lot of people. I have a new wine. You, you, so I know you. But, oh, please. Who's cracking a beer every two seconds? <laughs> so, no, it was important. I have, like, a new wine that I really like. So, okay. there you go. I, I like this kind of beer. You like that kind of wine. We're good to go. We're good to go. All right. What do you have? I have a shout out to Kuda B, K-O-O-T. A, she is our official Australian ambassador. All right. And uh, she made me an honorary skip, okay? How's a skip? A skip is short for Skippy the Bush Kangaroo, okay? <laughs> and she said it was... Was that like the mascot or I, something? It, she said it was the worst show ever, like the worst sitcom ever. Skippy the what? It, Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. We're going to have to oh look it up. Oh, God. And, oh, I'll be on YouTube, I guarantee you. And she also has an extreme love of coconuts in all forms. Oh, I liked you up until now. And she also has an extreme love for our dreaded C word. All Australians do. Yeah, and yeah, I just yeah, thought all that Australians was, do. Um, yeah, and uh, I Because had a, it means something completely different over there. It does, it does. She tried to explain it to me, and I was in awe. Wherever there, we're invited, so... And we'll be using the C word, I guess. And and we'll we'll be drinking brewskis under coconut trees. 
long as I'm not drinking any coconut juice. Or and I bet or you the coconut trees are going to get their vengeance on you and drop a coconut on your head. As long as I don't have to eat coconut. I don't oh, really care. That is so funny. Uh, another member contacted me to let me know, not, not uh, just not an ex member, um, some somebody on Facebook, that they found the oil cleanse intriguing and it might just kind of lube up, you know, where he's a little bit stuck. Um, ah. So you know, let us know how that worked out for you. Well, here I have a thing right here because remember you were saying that they had to lay on their left side. Right. Okay. So it says um, I found this. On the internet, it says the stomach and the pancreas, which make the digestive enzymes, hang like slings on the left side. So when you lie on the left side, the stomach and the pancreas hang naturally, allowing for optimal and efficient digestion. So right, there you then. go. That's why they said you need to lay on your left side so everything gets For like through. 15 minutes so that all that oil gets, you know, passed on through you there. Yeah, because we don't want any kind of, you know malabsorption going on. I have no idea with all these cleanses and stuff. It's just, it's bad. It's bad. And let's well, see. Well, speaking of bad, do you mean to go into the peroxide? Oh, no. We'll save the peroxide for a little <laughs> bit. I, it, that just kind of still creeps me out. Uh, some, As well it should. Katie M. received her mug and the handle was shattered from Zazzle. Uh, and did she contact them? or She contacted she... me okay. and I sent her out a care package for her trouble. But um, I told her to contact Zazzle and let us know how that's going, whether you got it covered or They're not. They're usually pretty good about that. And I love seeing all of the pictures uh, of all of the prizes that people get from Oh, us. I know. Keep posting pictures of stuff that we send you. Wherever, like if it's a sticker, where you put the sticker, your mug, your whatever. Yes. Kathleen L., I declined you to be a part of our group. I'm really sorry. You were another one that looked really, really fake. So if you're real, um, contact me again and prove that you're not a robot or a <laughs> cult member, okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, two members gave me um, some leads on where we could actually put a billboard. Oh, really? Now? Yes, because I was right. They own almost a thousand acres. Oh, now. of course they do. I really hadn't thought about it, Laura, but they started out on a little over 40. And I, I again, I haven't researched this, but I talked to the last two people that were holdouts on selling their land back to the cult. And, okay. Um, and I, I spoke to both of them, and as soon as those two people, the last sellout, had sold, and um, that was Joe's dad, as a matter of fact. He Oh, really? Yeah, he spent 22 years there. He was the last sellout to sell, and they moved the big, huge-ass iron gates to the edge of the road. So that entire road is now private oh, property. get out. Because he owns it all. Oh my God. And can you imagine if you have a thousand acres, what could be buried, what could be done? Oh, what could be going what on there? What secrets could be yeah. happening everywhere around there? Oh, that's really scary. I thought that too. And because, you know, in all of the years, I really never thought of it getting bigger than 44, you know, acres. Right. And oh, now they moved the gates? They moved the gates to where the beginning of the public road used to be off of the numbered county road okay and apparently they have enough money that they had the uh numbered county road paved it's no longer a dirt road well now yeah imagine having that kind of money 
Well, you know, if you're taking everyone's money, yeah. Well, that's just what, you know, people have been telling me. And I'm going to read um, a post that I didn't okay it because it was just too darn long. And Lucy D., I can't put your post up, so maybe these things will answer your question, okay? And this was on, this is from Facebook? Yeah. Okay. Um, Tom said, I've heard you talk about how people come and go at the cult, and as a result, you didn't try to make many friends. I don't recall you going over this, but how often did people leave? When did they leave? When it did, it sounds like newer people wised up and ran like hell. Was it a constant revolving door of people? The ones that had been there a long time, did they all tend to leave at once, or was it like you left when the opportunity allowed? I don't know how they keep people. Better yet, are they too weak-minded to escape? That's a lot of questions. That's a lot of stuff right there. Uh, everybody left on their own accord. Uh, it was easier to leave when you didn't live in the town. You okay, just didn't, right. you you just just didn't, didn't go up. back to the feast. You just didn't show what up. What are they going to do if you live in Michigan? They're going right. to come and track you down and drag you back? No, they're not going to. And a lot of people didn't leave because they had nowhere to go. And you said that it they wasn't sold that they were weak-minded. They sold their possessions. They didn't have any money they had or nothing. any possessions. They had nothing left. And where are you going to go when you have nothing? So it just depended on where you were. Um, I stopped making friends because it's painful to leave. They look at you. They look through you. You don't exist anymore. So that's why I stopped making friends. Now, Lucy, again, Jessica R. asked, do ex-members keep their cult name or do they change it back? Now, when you legally change your name, it costs money. So a lot of cult members, they might call themselves Shabanya, you know, whatever, but they're still Tracy Smith. Because they didn't have the money to actually go I was to just the gonna, court. Okay, I was just going to ask you that. When you change your name, are you actually doing it legally in that state? Or are you just doing it in the cult? A lot of people went back to their home state and changed it. Like in Alabama. Oh, you mean the ones that didn't live there that right. came in for the feast. Like Alabama, okay. it, was, it was like $10 to change your name. But the state we were in, it was $197. Oh, screw that. So depending on what state you're in was also the cost. Um, a lot of people, like I said, they never legally changed their name. They just did in the cult. Correct. Okay. Um, when we showed up for our first feast and we were filling out paperwork and tent registration, we had to fill out paperwork for our security badges that you wore around your neck. Mm -hmm. And you've seen it downstairs. Yeah. We were encouraged to pick our culty name. Oh. Yes. You, so you could pick whatever you wanted. You could pick whatever you wanted. And I've always been Deb. And I couldn't see myself being Bithia or Shoshana or any of these right. things. So I just changed my name to the culty version. And, it's and the, there you go. And it's the only one that's out there like that because technically I didn't spell it correctly the culty way. <laughs> <laughs> so you even screwed that up. I even screwed that up. And if you actually like Google my first name... There is a heavy metal thrash band somewhere that has my name. Oh, that's funny. And I can find nothing on it in English or anything that'll translate it. So I don't know if it's a Ukrainian thrash band, Russian. I have no oh, idea. Oh, that's so funny. I'll, I'll have to show you when, when we're done on here. But a lot of people don't even have the money to change their names back when they leave. Oh, so, you mean, so they changed it legally 
going like, in. Right. I changed mine legally after we had been there for four years. Okay. My youngest son actually had the last name before we did because he was born and you oh, can... Oh, for the birth certificate right. or whatever. And okay. you don't get to name your children there. So... Who does the elders or the big uh, it's, little it's guy? A, it's an honor to have, um, yeah, little man name your children. Me, which, me, me, he doesn't give two craps what the name is. I don't think he does. Some of the names are way out there, but my my oldest son, his name, you know what it is. Yeah, and it's nothing you've ever heard before. No, no, it's like a bunch of letters thrown together. And if you were in school and this kid came to school and had that name, you'd be looking at him like, "What?" It's almost like they were playing Scrabble and they picked tiles out of the bag. What are we going to name this kid? Let's I always said eight tiles. And I here always we go. said There's boggle cubes. I thought they threw boggle cubes at the wall and whatever right, they could what make yeah. out of it. Yeah, just let's see what we can do. My second son, both of his names start with a Q, and there's no U for the second letter. It's Q E and Q O. Wow. And uh, yeah. Yeah, um, they just made this up. I like I said, I didn't get to name my children. So my oldest son, upon starting school, asked me what I would have named him if I would have been able to name him. Uh-huh. And I said I would have named him Jesse, whether it would have been a boy or girl. And there's reasons for that. And even though his name is not legally Jesse. That's what he goes by. That's what he goes by. Um, When he's at work, he has to fill out paperwork with his legal name. With his cult name. Right. But on his name tag, it says Jesse. Jesse, right. So for legalities, it's just all different. And for me, I still have the last name for reasons that we discussed last week. Put two and two together. Right, right. So... Yeah, I hope that answers your questions, uh, Tom, Jessica, and Lucy. And, you know, Laura, I told you this today, that this is getting really hard for me to do, kind of mentally at times. There's people telling me things that I had no idea was going on. We might have been in the same cult, but everybody had different experiences. Oh, right, and I'm sure there's a lot of things that, you know, there's a lot of things I'm sure you didn't tell people which means there's a lot of things other people didn't tell you. I was shocked to find out. See, I have to put this generically as possible. Um, her father is an elder, molested her, is continuing to acquire child brides, and it was just horrible, and he's still there. Oh, nice. And, you know, I wish I could be so much more specific. And right. I can't be. And a lot of the things that people tell me, it's tearing my heart apart, but they're not my stories to tell on here. So, yeah. And there's a couple things I've talked to you about. Should I say this? Should I say that? And you're like, no. Right, right, right. (laughs) Excuse me. And then it sort of semi brings me back to my senses. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, we... uh, the little kids outside are having fun. <laughs> They're like making a siren sounds. I'm not quite sure what that is. That was that was very interesting. There are no photos allowed in the sanctuary anymore after 2002. Oh, you didn't I totally tell me forgot that. about that. You didn't tell me that. Uh, somebody reminded me of no that. No pictures, not even of the little guy. Well, there no pictures like me and you couldn't take pictures. Oh, you mean no picture taking. 
Right. Oh. They have an actual photographer. That's how. Oh, really? That's how, you know, the napkin picture came along. Gotcha. So they was... have an official photographer. That way okay. you're not photographing anything. Something you they shouldn't. Don't, they don't want you to see. Gotcha. Yeah. And Laura, that nonprofit book, let me tell you, it's kicking my ass. I'm not a lawyer, and I've gone over, like, probably the first five pages, and I am so out of my league on this. I, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, so, and one of the um, members reminded me, how do you eat an elephant, Laura? I have no clue. One bite at a time, eventually you'll get through it. Uh, and I was going to say, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. So that's what It'll I'm trying out. to, I'm trying to eat an elephant right now. I, I really am... In our first episode ever, the stinky, suckiest one has over 5,000 downloads itself. Well, I think episode two and three were kind of stinky and sucky, too. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, let's still, go on. Still, Come on. still. This is exciting stuff. Oh, you know what I mean? God. Let's see. Well, we also had, five th- we had over 5,000 downloads. Just this week. Just this week for all the episodes, which is like the highest we've ever, ever had. So... Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. I guess we're interesting to some people. (laughs) You know what I mean? I never would have thought this in a million years. I really, really didn't. And I have a poor friend that I haven't talked to her in years. And I had a specific question for her, and I called her up over the weekend. And she just told me the most heartbreaking story. And... Her husband's back at the cult. What? He, wait, so he was there, he left, and now he went they back? They left for years upon years upon years. And... Why the hell would he go back? I'm not at liberty to discuss that. Oh, my God. But my friend loves her husband. No, she didn't go back, correct? They don't, she... they don't live in that town anymore. Okay. They live quite a distance away. But he decided that he needed to go back, and she loves him. Like, you know, you love your husband. Right, right, Whatever. So she went back with him for the first feast. Oh, my god! That he went back to. And let me... Did she have to wear the napkin on the face and all that stuff? She did. She had to put on a full burqa, which she said was suffocating in itself. She had to wear, after you go in and, like, you're a guest, they have, you know, the guest attire. Right. But um, as stated before, she had to have her hands and feet sprayed. Then she had to put on these sanctuary shoes. She had to put gloves on. She had to put the face veil on. She had to put the burqa on. Um, But before that, she said it was worse than going through airport security. They What? They are wanding you. Yeah. Like, what are you going to be smuggling in? Um, They confiscated her child safety scissors. What? She had in her purse because they went through her purse. They, like, literally took her purse and went through every compartment and every item. What are they afraid you're going to bring in? I don't know. Little man must be afraid of something. I mean, other than taking pictures, which I can get because you might get a picture of something you shouldn't. Exactly. What else... What could you be bringing in that they would not want you to have? I don't know. A gun? A bomb? Who knows? But she said it was worse than airport security. And, you know, they went through her purse and they they confiscated her safety scissors. Children's safety scissors. 
This sister was known as the sister. If you needed something, go find so-and-so because she carried a big-ass bag. Super stuff. Super glue, hair ties, safety pins, Kleenex, zip ties. Whatever you needed. It it was a contest, you know, to go ask this sister for something. And if she didn't have it in her bag, you know, it was like she could have gone on. What's that game show? Oh, let's make it. Let's Let's make make a deal. deal. Yeah. Yeah. She had. Yeah. Love you, girl. I am so sorry. So wait. So he went back to live there. No. Or is he just going back for feasts? Yes. Okay. And it breaks her heart. But. And she said it was the creepiest thing being back there. Laura, I personally couldn't have done it. Oh, God. I bet. Three years ago, I had to go back, like I said, for all them court cases, right? Right. And I was with somebody, and they started driving down that numbered road. Yeah. And we're starting to get closer and closer and closer to the road that the cult's on, and I'm starting to have more and more of a panic attack. And they turned right onto the road that the cult's on, like a football field down. Right. And I'm, like, you know, getting ready to jump out, and it was a moving truck, so the doors were locked, and I'm like, it was crazy thinking back right, now. Right, right. But um, since then, they've moved the gates up, and I couldn't have gone back voluntarily. Oh, my God. Now, do you know if she's going back for another feast? No, she's... Or is she like, the hell with this? He's been back there for, like, at least a year and a half, if not two years, maybe more. Just for feasts? Yes. I haven't talked to her in years and years and years and years. And I had a specific question for her about something me and her did, and got a hold of her, and she's telling me this, and I'm like, like my heart was breaking, girl. I, I just can't oh believe people gosh. would go back there. And she tried to sit through that sermon, okay? And she couldn't handle it anymore. Now, when you have crying babies or you don't feel well or something, you're allowed to step outside of the building and soothe your baby or get some fresh air. Right. And they have this service playing on loudspeakers. So you're not missing woo, you're, you're a right, minute of it. Right. You're not missing we a single minute. We don't want that minute. to happen. Well, the, her anxiety was getting the better of her. And she was kind of walking around and picking up just little bits of trash. I don't even know why there would have been trash around anyway. Maybe it blew out of the garbage cans because it's really windy there sometimes. Who knows? Right. But one of the judges came up to her and told her she was being disrespectful for picking up the garbage while the elder was still speaking and that she needed to stop. And they're also teaching the women that they have to look at the ground. You can look nobody. You can't even look. You no. have to look at the ground. So you're not even allowed to look forward. You No, you're, you're always looking at the ground. I mean, you can look, I guess, three or four feet ahead of you, but your eyes always have to be cast towards so, the ground. And then, so that means no eye contact with anyone. At least the women know. Um, but, it, you know, she told this judge, Damn. she told this judge lady, yes, ma'am, I'm sorry, I didn't know, groveling type thing. And meanwhile, in her head, she's going, fuck you, bitch. Fuck right, you, exactly. Bitch. But exactly. when you're there, you can't make the confrontation. What Do- would happen if you did? I, at this point, I have no idea what would happen. I tried to get kicked out. I tried my damnedest to get an excommunication paper. By the way, I have an excommunication paper that somebody gave me this week. Oh, are you going to read it? I can read it. Um, I'm going to let you get into the peroxide right now. Oh, because we were talking about that. Well, I have some stuff I need to look up on my phone, and we don't like to have that time where we're what, going, that big oh, long oh, pause? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, no, you were talking about... 
that they had people drinking peroxide because that was beneficial to them and it was going to they start cancer. Correct. They started out bathing in it. You put so much into your bathtub okay. and bathed in it as like a skin detox. Then they started telling people to drink anywhere from 8 to 20 drops of it in a cup of water. So, please. So, okay. Let us know what this, this is going to do. This is from Dr. Wheel that I found. Wheel Weil, W-E-I-L. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. But uh, somebody wrote in a question to him and it said, I've been reading about the use of 35% food grade hydrogen peroxide as an additive to maintaining healthy, healthy living. Is this something you would recommend? And right off the bat, he goes, definitely not. Um, so it says the idea that oxygen might destroy cancer cells goes back at least to the 1930s where some doctor was thinking that um, compared to normal cells, cancer cells have a low rate of respiration and seem to thrive in low oxygen environments. He proposed that higher levels of oxygen should be toxic to the cancer cells and kill them. But wouldn't you know it does the opposite, though, Debbie? No way. It does. In fact, Dr. Wheel says, tumors grow rapidly in tissues well-supplied with oxygenated blood. I've heard so that. So basically, you're doing the opposite. He then goes on to say that drinking food-grade hydrogen peroxide can cause vomiting, severe burns of the throat and stomach, and even death. So there you go. Don't, don't drink your damn peroxide. I'm assuming they should not be drinking that. And then, oh, you'll like this. They're talking about the different percentages of peroxide. Okay. Okay, they were saying 3% is household peroxide. 6 to 9% is what you have in your hair bleach. How much? 6 to 9% is in hair bleach. Okay. Okay. Then 90%, which is your industrial, which is, I don't know if that's what the cult was using, whatever. That is an ingredient in rocket fuel. So there you go. <laughs> Peroxide is an ingredient <laughs> Apparently in it is. rocket fuel? Apparently so. That can't be right. Apparently so. That, that, I don't that, know. That just can't be right. I don't know, but that's what he has them drinking, so there you go. Holy crap. Okay, here... Did you find it? I found what I was looking for, and um, she forwarded this to me, and she received it from... Uh, one of the leader's son-in-laws, okay? Okay. Um, and she received it in January, February, March, April, May, June, July of 94, which meant I knew her, but I didn't really... More like an acquaintance type thing. Uh, you see, she was on her way out. And when you're okay. on your way out, you, like I said, you're not making friends. You're plotting in your head. Get the hell out of here. Okay. So me and her had talked about that. And anyway... I love this. I really wish I had one of my own. Melody, this letter is to notify you that you have been excommunicated from the cult, effective July 1st, 1994. You are hereby excommunicated and expelled from the cult on the grounds that you have taken a stand against and are teaching contrary to the established doctrines of the cult the every word of God as taught by the anointed overseer and the body of elders of the cult. So she was kicking her feet about multiple marriage is what she was doing. Oh, yeah. What? Imagine she didn't like that. Huh? No, she didn't like that. And she was pointing some things out and stuff and whatnot. So as we go on with this letter, you are therefore barred and prohibited from entering onto any and all property Owned, rented, leased, or otherwise controlled by the cult. 
Okay. Okay. Now, now here's here's our only hope. Oh no. Only a letter of reinstatement signed by the overseer of the cult, which may be issued upon you bringing forth fruits of repentance, will be able to supersede this letter of expulsion. A.K.A. money. I have no idea. Was it fruits of what? Fruits of repentance. Money. I don't know. Money. Don't. Bullshit. Tell me. If she came back with a shit ton of money and said, I want to join, here you go, they'd be like, come on in here, sister. Here's my favorite, here's my favorite part of the letter. However, we highly recommend that you find and join a church. It is evident from your rejection of the sound doctrine of the cult that a church would better suit your personality and satisfy your whims. <laughs> your whims. <laughs> satisfy your whims. Your whims. Yeah, and here's the funny part, Laura. It's signed by 11 elders and little man is not one of them. But it takes a reinstatement letter from Little Man to get back in. Oh, okay. So elders signed it. Little Man. Eleven. Eleven elders okay. barred her. Okay. But Little Man has to let her back in. Yeah, And Little Man never signed it himself. Oh I find gosh. that totally... Thank you for sharing that with me. Thank you so much, dear. That is... Oh, don't... Oh, I bet you're jealous. I am. I tried everything to get kicked out of there, and they wouldn't kick me out. Or give you an official letter. No. You would have that sucker framed. I, I would have that sucker framed. I really would. And you know what? I don't have my deaconess certificate. I left that sucker hanging on the wall. Oh, I have man. my I have my speech certificate. Um, well, that's something, I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a pretty green color. It doesn't beat that letter you just read, though. And by the way, we need to be able to do guests. Like, to be able to even, in the middle of the week, me get a 15-minute something or other with an ex-member because there's so many of them that want to be heard and this retelling of their stories right. just isn't working. So that's something me and you kind of right. need to work on in the upcoming. And I was scolded by an ex-member who contacted me and it was a misunderstanding. Ooh, what'd you do? Well, it was a misunderstanding. Okay. Um, they were, the person they were thinking of was not the person I was referring to on the show here. Okay. And sometimes I'm just so vague that somebody may think I'm talking about one person, but I'm actually talking about somebody right. else. So sorry about that, dude. I hope that really cleared that up for you. <laughs> that was like the vaguest thing I've ever heard. Oh, they'll know what I'm talking about. Okay. They'll know what I'm All talking right. about. Okay. And it was like three, four, okay, according to this ex-member, it was like three, four years ago because the all the years blur together when you're out there. Right. I can imagine. They're out there for a feast. And all of a sudden, three military Apache helicopters are hovering, like, according to this person, like 30 feet off the ground. Oh, my God. It was deafening, the, 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 the wind from the three helicopters. Do you know why the helicopters were there? Why? Because the cult thought it would be a really good idea to build this really big missile-looking thing and make it red and white. And it's like three stories tall. Um, and yeah, I, for what? Because of the nuclear war that's coming. It's the symbolization oh of the nuclear God. war. So I guess somebody call it in as they had a missile and they were going to like <laughs> launch it somewhere. But this ex member said that was like three, four, five years ago. They don't remember, but it may be restricted airspace now because that happened. Because of that. Oh my and God. And the cult might have bitched about what happened. And to this day, 
that little man is still saying that Ruby Ridge and Waco happened so that they will remain untouched, that they are going to be the golden child, that nobody is going to come in and do anything to them. And I guess that the military might have gotten a slap on the wrist or why did you do this? I have no idea. Oh, my God. And So they built a thing that looked like a missile. Oh, yeah. What and a bunch of dipshits. You can actually, if you know who the cult is and you go and look at pictures, you can actually see it. It's, it's kind of, it looks almost Halloween-ish. Oh so God. I don't know how the military could have even have taken it as serious. I mean, it doesn't even have, like, a launch tower. It's just, I don't know if they made it a... <laughs> 55 gallon <laughs> barrels or what but it's oh like three tall three stories tall and red and white and oh my god it's kind of cartoonish do you know what i mean that's so funny i, I thought it was funny apparently but, the military didn't i don't know but they're also <laughs> pre they're now also preaching out there that like people like me a fall away i have a chance for the kingdom laura I'll, how? I don't know, but I, maybe if I go, go back. back and start giving them money, I'd be Kenny's first wife. He'd have to provide me food and shelter and clothing. Oh, there. Oh, just to piss him off. Yeah, but then he could beat me. You're allowed to do oh, that that's too. Right. So Damn, I really I don't want to go back just to piss him off to that. get beaten. Come on. I forgot about that. Yeah, that would not be good. I was just thinking on the aspect of pissing him off. I I don't know, but um, the you were reading the peroxide stuff. Yeah. Uh, somebody told me in, like I said, I haven't been verifying stuff since somebody, you know, I don't play the telephone game, but, um, one of little man's, well, let's just put it this way. His second wife. Okay. Um, she died from liver cancer out there and probably from all the crap she was drinking. I don't know, but here we go with somebody told me that she was actually ingesting borax. And, okay, I find oh that hard to God. believe. I find that hard to believe. And this ex-member said she posted it on her Facebook page. Before she died. When she was doing these cleanses and what she was trying to do in order to beat this cancer. So she was thinking that borax was going to help cure the cancer? Uh, apparently there's a whole article somewhere that I don't know if it's satire or what. But, yeah, I went on um, her Facebook page, which is still active. It's, it's still up. It's There's right. no activity on Right, it. it's just still there. But I did look, and yeah, she's like, I'm doing this cleanse, and it's borax. What would that oh do to you, Laura? Oh, my God. Kill you? Would it kill your cancer? Nothing is going to kill your cancer other than, you know, chemotherapy. None of this, like, household cleanser stuff is going to do a damn thing. Do you think they're drinking bleach yet? Oh, give them time. What, give would, them what time. would drinking bleach do to you? Um, it's caustic. It'll basically eat away at your whole esophagus and your stomach lining and all of the tissue in there and it'll kill you. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So there, that's about it. Wow. Oh, and it's been confirmed by several other people. There is absolutely no more alcohol out there because there's too many people that are substance abusers and they're oh. doing stupid things when they're drinking. Oh, we don't want that. And three quarters of, it's estimated that three quarters of the um, congregation is male now. Wait, how much? Three quarters. Whoa. They're, they're bulking up on that slave labor, let me tell you. So then there's how many, you're not going to be able to have that many wives then. But if they're separated, well then how do you, how do you even know how many women are out there? Oh my God. And see, a lot of people have been telling me that 
nobody actually knows who is who anymore. And you can't see them. And who's out there, who's left, who's voluntarily left, who's died, who's married to who. You're not allowed to know who's married to who. And there was another ex-member that suggested that it's much harder to extract your relatives if they change their name. You have mm, no true. idea who they are. They're going by these different names. So... That's true. And, and plus, they're wearing all that stuff. You can't even see who the hell they are. No, you have no idea who is who. So I spoke to a child ex-member. He's, he's I think, 23, 24. Hi, Norm Jr. How you doing, sweetheart? He actually went to his family's abandoned um, trailer house at one point. His dad, in the cult. yeah, his dad, okay. but it wasn't on the grounds. It was before the gates. Gotcha. They, okay. they own that. A lot of people own stuff right before the gates. Okay. And his, I guess his dad had had enough and was selling the property for a tenth of the value to little man. But he sent his son to go because they left in the middle of the night. But they, he sent his son to go to check the trailer to make sure that there were no valuables, anything left like that. And I was totally surprised because I was talking to this kid. Well, he's like young man now. And I asked him, I'm like, so were there thousands of cans of Jack mackerel still in there? Or did you know, did they go through there and take stuff? And the kid burst out laughing because their beds were made with can pallets of Jack mackerel. What the hell is Jack mackerel? It's canned mackerel. Oh. And Jack is the, Jack Mackerel's the name. I'd never even heard of that, okay. Oh, I'll have to get you a can, Laura. No, that's okay. Come on, canned mackerel. No, nope, Good no, stuff. We're good. we're good. So wait, their beds were made out of what? Pallets. Oh, the pallets. Of pallets it. of Jack Mackerel, cans of it. Oh, that's comfy. It, it, they owned thousands of cans of this fish for the tribulation times. Oh my God. And you need some place to store it. So you sleep on it. So instead of a box spring, you just make a box spring out of however many stacks of cans, however so high. So you're sleeping on fish. You're sleeping on cans of fish. Sleeping on cans of fish. Yes, you're sleeping on cans of fish. Oh, my God. You know, like, you couldn't make this crap up if you tried. <clears throat> no, and as a matter of fact, um, Norm was actually on a uh, TV documentary about that place. Oh, really? And my copy broke. It was on disc. It was from the History Channel. And it was oh, get out. And I've tried to contact the History Channel to get another copy. And it's like one of those you're in a constant defunct loop. Loop, right. That, you know, they're now not the History Channel gift shop or whatever. There's something else. But when you go over to that page and you type in the title, you can't find it. I wonder if you, is there a number you can call? It's defunct. Oh, crap. Yeah, I've been trying for about four years since that disc broke. But yeah, they oh, actually, man. Norm actually takes them through his trail, his old trailer that they gotten up in the middle of the night and just left. It would be like coming back to your house 10 years later, Laura. Oh, that's creepy. Where you just walk, like you walk in this room and go, oh my God, I can't believe I left all and this stuff. And they didn't, the, the powers that be didn't clean it out? No, I think they purposely don't touch somebody's property who leaves just so that they can't be sued for anything that might be missing or happens. Well, what about the one you said that they put a lock on it? Remember on someone's that was, um, the well-loved elder. He was a doctor. He died. He rented a trailer from little man. Oh, and, okay. Gotcha. And I have come to find out from a couple of people that most of the elders, and there's some other people, 
that little man keeps a lot of his property and his assets in the elders' names. And then when the elder or whoever he's using dies, he already has a piece of paper in his hand that everything that this person owns is they are donating it in is their last will and testament gotcha. back to the cult so little man never loses any of it he gotcha. never loses anything and that's one of the reasons that that trailer was padlocked because oh, okay. I that you. elder no. died and everything worldly that he owned was no. going back to the cult okay and that's why my friend couldn't even get a suit to bury her father that okay. is just so sad, little man. You are the saddest little man ever. Yeah, but his kibbles and bits are hanging. Oh, 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 oh. I do have confirmation from somebody who was on the work crew who helped <laughs> who helped change out little man's toilets. And he said he's not he's he's not sure. He must have super dangly balls if they're hitting the toilet. <laughs> if they're hitting the water. Super dangly balls. Little man, little man. Laura, I'm a girl. You're a girl. That's obvious. And I mean, boob sag. Okay. I mean, you I have to I'm, have your balls hit the water. Well, I mean, as a dude, I mean, they don't have, they, they don't have bras for their nuts. They have underwear. A jock strap, maybe? Do, do they wear a jock strap? Do men wear a jock I, strap around every day? I, no, I don't think so. So it's going to be, especially if they wear boxers, it's just going to keep oh hanging God, and hanging. Oh my God, that's so funny. It's probably a foot long and it hits that the water. Is so, so if he's sitting there taking a crap, do his feet dangle? I have no idea. <laughs> all I know There's is... a visual for you. All I know sitting is... sitting up there. <laughs> his feet are dangling and then he jumps down. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh my all i know is he didn't like his kibbles and bits getting wet that's all i know that is all i know oh and get this now when people when he comes out to speak they get on their hands and knees no. extend their arms forward put their heads on the ground like you know the muslim people pray right and they murmur praise the king over and over <gasps> Oh yeah! No. Oh yeah! Is that not creepy? That oh, is some creepy what? stuff. And a really good friend of mine said that we need to rename him the nonprofit for profit. But see, it's a oh, it's a play on spelling. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. He's not a profit, so he's the nonprofit for the non profit for, for money. Profit, right. Yeah, the nonprofit for profit. We're gonna have to put that up on somewhere on Facebook. Yeah, I thought it was hysterical. That is good. So. Uh, you have a pamphlet that I think nope. we're supposed yep. to go over. Yeah, because you were talking about um, global warming. You had mentioned that. Correct. Last episode. Yeah, it's caused, uh, global warming is caused by STDs. Yes, it's not caused by what we scientifically know is causing it. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. So this pamphlet, well, it's actually a booklet. So it's, there's pretty many pages. But he starts out by saying, my dear friends, play, pay close attention to what the news media is now reporting about the ozone. The ozone is actually shown in the Holy Scriptures, but under a different name. <laughs> Prophecy also shows the real cause of its deterioration. Sin. Sin. Yes. Well, let me see. Let's see here. There's quite a few things that I have highlighted because some of them are really funny as hell. Um... Let's see here. Oh, I wanted to ask you about this. I have this highlighted. It says, the nuclear baby that was conceived on September 12th, 2006. Is that the one that was from the turkey baster? No. The What's the nuclear baby? And I love how they know the exact date it was conceived. 
I, 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 the nuclear baby was supposed to be the event that catastrophically wipes out four fifths of the population of the earth. The nuclear baby itself was going to do that? It's nuclear war. Nuclear war. The nuclear baby ushers in the nuclear war. I got you. Because then it says we'll be born around June 12th, 2007. Because his prophecy, his first prophecy of nuclear war didn't come true. Imagine that. I've lived through the end of the world there five times, Laura. Come on. Honestly. Five times. I'm, I, I've lived through the end of the world. But that was his explanation was he didn't understand the scripture at the time or some bullshit. And oh, the nuclear okay. war didn't happen that day. The baby was conceived that day. And it takes uh, nine months of like a right, gestation. Right. But you know why he went with human gestation? I don't know. Because elephants are pregnant for like two years. Two years. Yeah. So... Because then he does say something about uh, the nine-month nuclear war will erupt, resulting in a third part of men dead over a fourth part of the earth in and around the great river Euphrates. Yeah. The hell? I don't know. Don't ask me. I didn't get into that psycho babble. Okay. Well, oh, this is my favorite part of anything I have ever read with this freaking cult. Okay. This is my favorite. Sorceries. The word translated sorceries... Um, is shown is to mean medication, pharmacy, druggists, pharmacists, or poisoners. So all my fellow pharmacists, hey, Katie, out there, we are sorcerers. Oh, you're a sorcerer. I'm a sorcerer. I got to get you a hat and a staff to make you look like Gandalf. See? Oh, wait a minute. Gandalf's a wizard. Or is it that same thing? Same shit. I have to stone you to death now. Why? Because I'm a sorcerer? You're supposed to stone to death all the sorcerers, the wizards, the witches. I, I love it. That's one of my favorite things I've ever read. That I'm a sorcerer. You're a sorcerer. I'm a sorcerer. Oh, well, th look, this also is another thing that I really like. It says, the word translated earth means earth. Well, of course. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. a lot of this information that they got, they actually said that they it came from Wikipedia. Like, they could not even take the time to go and find a... A quote. A real, real, a real, real source. source. Real source. No, they had to go to Wikipedia, and they're fine with just saying it's from Wikipedia. Okay. So then, let's see here. Um, oh, where is that one that we were talking about? About defiling the animals? Remember oh, that? I don't know. Somebody was doing a chicken, that's all no, I know. No, I will find it. I will find it. But they were saying that sin is caused by... What was it fornication and having sex with animals, basically? It was it caused by all kinds of things. It's caused by a bunch of stuff. Here we go. Okay, here we go. The only way a disease can jump to mankind is by being part man. So the disease has to be part man. Okay. I missed that class. I don't class. understand what that means. I don't the know, but I... has to be part man? I don't know, but I missed that class. Okay. Okay. Uh, just as multiple men's seeds in a woman's body create, mutate, and spread STDs, bestiality creates bugs that are part animal and part man, which can infect man or beast. Bugs? Yep. I'm not done, though. Here comes your favorite part. The same is true with men defiling birds. <laughs> <laughs> so someone boned a chicken or something. Who's boning chickens out at the cult? Come on. Know. Why did they have to put that in there? I don't know. I don't know. I Who's don't know. doing chickens and pigeons? I but I love how they call them bugs because it says here, while the bugs are carried by their host, they mix with other bugs in the host's body, breed, crossbreed, mutate, and multiply. 
I hate to tell little guy, but they do not cross breed. Little man um, used to say that everything was put on this earth to have sex, including bacteria. I don't think he understands bacteria doesn't have sex. It just multiplies, right? They're not crossbreeding. You don't get one bacteria of one type and another bacteria of another type saying, hey, we're going to crossbreed. Right. Give me a bacteria break. Bacteria is, is, is the cellular level, isn't it? They that replicate. It just, yeah, it replicates. They replicate. Bacteria is not having sex, but little man said oh, even bacteria has sex. Oh. oh, and I love how they just call them bugs. Okay. I just love how they call them bugs. Um, so then it says, God warned us that if we do certain sexual acts, we will defile the earth. Okay. So now it says, now imagine STDs of which there are uncountable numbers of and kingdoms of which are changing themselves, mutating very rapidly. And all they do is attack and destroy, created to attack and destroy. Imagine them drifting into the heaven, that protective shield designed to protect mankind. So the STD bugs are floating up to the ozone layer. Okay. is what he's saying. Okay. Then he says, burning coal, wood, or gas, or grass fires are not sin. So they're not, they're not destroying the ozone layer. No, no, Because they're not, not sin. What is destroying the ozone, the firmament, is sin. So there you go, folks. Global warming in a nutshell. If you're having sex, you're causing global warming. It must be the friction. And you're, you're making bugs. <laughs> bugs that are crossbreeding and all that good stuff. In all honesty, throughout the years there, it's like, do you people even know science? Do you know no, anything they about... don't. That's like the Jehovah Witnesses telling me that Noah's three sons had the special magical sperm that made all the Oh, you were telling me that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, as a religious leader, how do you, with a straight face, tell people this stuff? I don't know. In all honesty. But bugs are crossbreeding. In your body? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't have very much more, so we're just going to finish up here with... Um, I spoke to a woman who... She sat in on a counseling session with one of her girls where they were trying to set her up with someone for marriage counseling, okay? Okay. She actually asked the counselors, she said, I asked them why my girls had to marry the oldest, ugliest, poorest people in the cult to prove how righteous they were. The counselors had no comment. I'm okay with minding my own business to a point, but to the extreme, that gives people a license to do what they want with no repercussions. Yep. And I mean, how would you feel if you were sitting there and your daughter's 13 and 14 years old and your counselors are telling you that, you know, this 78-year-old dude is going to be a perfect husband for her. I would vomit, first of all. Yeah. Then I'm sure she would vomit. And I'm not quite sure what would happen after that. Probably throwing a few punches here and there. You would get the hell out. Well, or I'd do that. And I found this one interesting, okay? I'm going to have to give some more information on this one, only for the fact of... I didn't really hear what the person was telling me, okay? But they're being quoted in some news article or something, okay? okay. Or a religious thing. I'm not sure which one. Um, but they're quoted as they are helping. They are getting bad people off of the street because they're helping with the prison ministry, helping. Oh. And they're also taking people in from that town, um, and pulling them off the street and giving them jobs and stuff and whatnot for $40. And burkas. And burkas. Right, right, right. Okay. And they're also Pope approved. 
<laughs> they get a little stamp. They're Pope approved. I have no idea. I thought they didn't like the Pope. Well, as long as if the Pope's given his approval, he's the Pope approves of them trying to help all of these poor souls. Oh my gosh. So if it works for them, they like the Pope. I'm guessing so. Um, I really have nothing for Kenny's Corner this week, except that I found out that a lot of people and my friends that I liked, they avoided coming by my place because Ken's an asshole and they didn't like him. You don't say. Did you ever have a friend that you really liked them but didn't like their significant other? And you'd, yep. Yep. You'd go yep. visit them and have coffee in the morning because he's at work and you would never come by when he's home because he's just a jerk. Yep. Yep. I have a very, very good friend that... She was getting married to a guy, and we all warned her that, no, you really probably shouldn't do that, and she did. And it didn't turn out And well. it didn't turn out. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, you know, back when, before we joined the cult when we were in South Carolina, my friend Kim and Chuck, um, they weren't dating, but the two of them decided they needed a change of scenery and came down to live with us. And after a few months, Kim and Chuck moved out and got their own place because they both hated the man. They couldn't stand to be around wow. him in the way he treated me. Wow. And how, how, do I, how do I fall for this shit? I mean, how do You're we... Blinded by love. Oh, my God. I was blinded by damn something. Maybe it was the bald spot that blinded me. I don't know. <laughs> in all honesty here, I mean, how do you... How do you... Well, maybe he changed. I mean, I'm sure at the very beginning he wasn't like that. I mean, you know, it was one of this was things. even before the cult, so. But still, I mean, things change slowly, like you were saying in the cult. I don't know. I really. I'm don't. trying to help you out here. I don't know. I don't need any help. I'm just happy being here. Hi guys. <laughs> anyway. Oh my god! You ready to hear the promo, or do you have anything else? I don't. Good? I I guess I'm good. I I need another beer. <laughs> All right, you pop open your beer. I'm hold on, get... hold on. We, we, we need a beer for the promo. Okay. And we're going to get bitched at because, like, we're at, like, only 53 minutes, and people are going to be like, you gypped us by seven minutes. Sorry. Uh, it happens. It, well, it happens sometimes, and go for the promo. All right, here we go. This is called The Working Stiffs Podcast, and they are fellow Pittsburghers. All right. Yeah. It's two blue-collar guys talking about the things that matter to those working 40-plus hours to put food on the table. And they talk about current events, music, drunken ramblings, and other random stuff from two working stiffs. And they say, take a listen, then get back to work. I know nothing about drunken ramblings. Do you? Oh, yeah. No, you know nothing about that. I know nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> So, guys, give them a listen. It's called The Working Stiffs Podcast. And like I said, hey, they are fellow Pittsburghers. All righty. Well, guys, until next time, sorry to cut it, you know, five minutes short. It just happened that Shit way. Shit happens. Well, we don't have enough material to have five more minutes. We have we could add 20 minutes, but then we'd go over right. an hour and you'd right. yell at me. <laughs> so, and um, are you suffering from eating that pizza last night? You know what? My body actually hurts from, like, the gluten. Well, I, I I know people, like, make fun of, like, oh, gluten-free. I'm telling you what, some people are really affected by it. Girl, I didn't even think about it when you guys were like, oh, we're ordering pizzas for everybody who's at this meetup. And then I saw you devour the first piece. And because then you I was drinking the, wine. And then I reached, needed food. And then you reached for the second piece. And then my mind went, 
ding, 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 ding. She's not supposed to be eating that. So. Yeah, because actually, because gluten is an inflammatory, and like 90% of the population is not affected by it, okay? But some people are, and I swear to God, I feel like I've been hit by a truck today. And it's not the alcohol. I only had two glasses of wine. It's not oh, that. Oh, sure. They were big glasses, though, so that translates into four small No, it's like glasses. I'm sore, like I ran a marathon type. You know what I mean? Like achy sore. Gotcha. And it, yeah. So, but you know what? That's what I get. That's what I get. It's if it's worth the if if the pleasure's worth the pain is all I can tell you. <laughs> so I've been living on Advil today, but I'm not cranky like you said I was going to be cranky. I thought you might be cranky. You don't look cranky. Either. I don't look cranky. Nope. I took Advil, so I'm I'm okay. All right, guys, take care of your health and don't eat what you're not supposed to. <laughs> don't be an idiot like don't me. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. And anybody who was that, that a burp? burp? You just burped. That little burp. Anyway, um, if anybody out there, you know, has any, you know, legal crap with this nonprofit crap, like I said, I'm lost. It's like me reading a trigonometry book at this point going, I've read the sentence, but I can't comprehend it. Yeah, but you know it. what? What about a book like, there's got to be a nonprofit for dummies. You know, I mean, spell it out I step already by step. looked that up and that's my next book I'm going okay. to order. But it's like a kit. It, it advertises it as a kit. So what? I don't know. But I'm just saying that might be easier because I know there's a lot of things that like I'll, I'll get those books from the library because whatever it is for dummies really spells well, I it out. Start, I, I was at the library and like there's really there. The books were not anywhere near us. They just have to be ordered in. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, guys. Till next time. <laughs> On that note, I'm Laura. And I'm Debbie. And this is another episode of I Got the Hell Out. Wait a minute. This is the end, not the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's what happens when I have two beers, you know. Finish the second beer. <laughs> this is the end and not the beginning. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Till next time. Shoot us some questions. Forgive us for our sins, for our drinking beer and causing the planet with STDs and, oh and global warming global and all that good stuff. and all that good shit. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. All right. We'll talk with you next week. I'm May Laura. And maybe we'll be Pope approved someday. Oh, maybe. <laughs> and I'm Deb. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Listen, this podcast contains language that some may find offensive. The hosts are a couple of alcohol-fueled hooligans with little regard for decency or tact. Hey, I'm Zach. And I'm Danny. And we are the Working Stiss Podcast. For you to not fully understand the liberties and freedoms that we have would be like asking someone to understand why a dog licks his nuts. For all you know, it tastes like vanilla to him. <laughs> why are these kids all over the place talking about this needs to stop? Okay. So then you better start having a talk with your peers and yeah. figuring out why the hell they're going around yeah. wanting to kill everybody. Yeah. The mental health situation in this country is out of fucking control. And there's no such thing as mental health institutes anymore. And people are afraid to say, hey, this dude's a little wacky. You might want to check him out. And then all of a sudden you're being labeled as, as a bigot or an asshole. Right, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. Like that. People are afraid to do that now. And we need to get out of that bad. Phil Kessel has an open invitation on this podcast. I'll, I'll provide as many hot dogs as he wants. Exactly. Me being the dickhead I am, I find the company manual. Like, I literally like, like walk past the secretary. She's like, oh, he's on the phone. I'm like, I don't give a fuck and bust into the fucking owner's office. And I'm like, show me in this word says I have to work weekends because it doesn't. And he's like, you're fucking, I'm like, show me, show me where the fuck it says it. Yeah. Like, just calling him out on his bullshit. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or TuneIn. You can also find us on Twitter at WRKNG Stiffs Pod. 
in our website, workingstiffspodcast.com.